hidden behind closed doors. Yeah. This is Review Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. Jason, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to discuss zombies. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Michael, what are we drinking today? Cheers. Cheers. I'm drinking mine out of the can. Uh, I, this is a good one for that. Yeah. We're drinking Potosi. When I was back last time, they gave me a, a whole selection of beers. We have a mixed six-pack. It's uh, the Lux, their premium lager. That's what we're starting with here. The Steamboat Shandy and the Snake Hollow West Coast IPA. Excellent. I did not plan this. Not going to get too into it because we're here to talk zombies, but we're in a serious heat wave here. Oh, yes. And it's been humid, humid unlike anything I've had since I left the Midwest. And I didn't plan it, but these are all light, easy drinking beers. I don't have like a barley wine. Yeah. Like right now, I do not want to drink a barley wine, a Belgian quad, a barrel aged stout. You know, it's like the lux- bitter at room temperature. Oh, uh, you know, I mean. Because these are ice cold right now. This su- is oh. super cold. We're in our new recording studio. Oh, that's right. We're trying, we're trying digs. We. We're over on the west side. It's a little cooler over here. <laughs> a lot so cooler. So this Lux is nice. And Potosi, that is a place that you go with one of your siblings. Potosi, I often go with my mom. Okay. My mom and her husband. We'll gotcha. go up there for lunch. And so I just go up there by myself if, if nobody's available. Because, you know, it's one of those things when I go home, I'm on vacation. Other people are working. They renovated this old brewery, sunk a bunch of money into it. The National Brewery Museum is there. Great beer, good people. I got in touch with them, and they were super welcoming. They were like, just come on over. They gave us a huge tour. A lot of stuff's going to be on our Instagram for this one. I got a lot of cool. They showed me, like, I got video of them canning. They just really rolled out the red carpet, gave us a whole bunch of beer. This is great. This lox is tasty. It is. And um, for those watching uh, their uh, calorie intake, 96 calories, 2.9 carbs. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like, I need that low-cal Reuben. Good luck. So, you know, we're doing a special episode. Yes. We've done film noir. We've done slasher. We're in October, so, of course, we're going to do a horror theme. For me, I've always loved zombie movies. Do you remember, like, the first zombie movie you saw? The first zombie movie that I saw that I consider a zombie movie, and we'll get to that later, is excerpts of Dead and Buried. I think it came out 80, 81. I walked in as my parents were watching. It was on one of their first cable boxes. And my mom said, you should not be watching it. And it scared me. Now, the first zombie movie that I watched all the way through was Return of the Living Dead that I rented from our video city. And what about yourself? I do remember Return of the Living Dead. I know I was watching them before that, a few years younger than yeah. you. I think it was like uh, probably one of the Italians. I mean, I think I, because we were, we were just sort of let to go rent things mm-hmm. and they never ID'd you back then. We would rent stuff that, you know, when we were like 10 years old, no 10 year olds should be renting. So I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure like I saw Zon- Lucio Fulci's, you know, Dawn of the Dead, Zombie, Zombie 2, whatever you, title it is. You know, so I can't specifically remember, but like Return of the Living Dead is one of my favorites, even though it breaks a lot of the, you know, one of the main rules that I have, you know, <laughs> say, which again, we'll get into kind of getting ahead of ourselves because what we're going to do, we're calling it like before Romero, after Romero, BR and AR, because Night of the Living Dead is sort of the dividing line. Yeah. Line in the sand. Absolutely. There were zombie movies before. What everybody thinks are zombies right now aren't the traditional. It's the Caribbean. A uh, lot of the early 30s and 40s from Victor Halpern's White Zombie the big dealt one. with voodoo. For me, a lot of them weren't. Plan 9 from Outer Space is considered you know, a zombie movie. 
you know, there isn't a lot. I We both did a lot of research, yeah. and there isn't a whole lot. White Zombie is sort of the one. There are some silent films that yeah. were about these soldiers coming back from World War One. You know, they were dead, and then they come back home. Not necessarily zombie movies as we take. I think the bulk of our time is, is spent on Romero. I think White Zombie, to me, is the one that you really talk about. Yeah. There's I Was a Teenage Zombie. Yeah, you got a lot of mad scientists where they took a body and either trans like a dead body transplanted a living brain like creature with the atom brain with a monstrosity i mean they all were like and even even i was a teenage zombie I had to deal with like we're just gonna trans it was a mad scientist genre and the well, zombies were i mean jason frankenstein yes frankenstein <laughs> is essentially a zombie i mean not even essentially it's a zombie more of a zombie as we know now Plague of the Zombies. Before Romero's Night of the Living Dead, I would say Plague of the Zombies was probably the closest thing, which is a very cool movie, by the way. It is. Yeah. It was Hammer, and the look of the zombies in it were frightening. Yeah. But at the same time, the use of the zombies was basically going to be slave mind labor. And that, that's what it that was. was the, big the, plot. The, the zombies, the zombies before Romero were sort of controlled. Yes, with, with Romero, they weren't. Yeah. They were just these mindless things bent on the destruction of society. Mm-hmm. And after that, it wasn't about this mad scientist ruling or something kooky. It was a very serious. It was a discussion of society. Yeah. Why do you think people enjoy zombie movies? I made a couple notes. I know we talked about this offline. You know, I think. So, what's your take on? There's people who like horror. And there's a lot of people who like zombie movies who are not horror movie fans. It is the idea of the societal collapse. I've done it with my friends, my buddy Johnny and I. And a lot of late nights, we were bartenders. And you sit around and you start talking about, what would you do? You don't necessarily do that with vampire movies. You know, maybe a little with slasher movies. But the idea of, like, what would you do in that situation? Because if you think about Night of the Living Dead, it just takes regular people. There's not special people or anything. And they're trapped in a house and they have to survive. And so we can all relate to something like that. People really like the concept of the art of survival. Besides just zombie movies, look at the proliferation on TV of all these survivals. Doomsday preppers. preppers, And it's not something new. It's something that's all... You can go back and look at books on like how to track, how to survive off the grid, going way back. And I think that's part of it. The reason I think there's bigger fans, and you, you see the success of like The Walking Dead, which people love, who I know, who aren't horror fans... With zombies, they're clearly not real. And so I could have more of a thrill to it and be kind of scared or frightened, a bit excited about it because I know that's not real. As opposed to slashers, which... No, they're real. <laughs> where they're, they're real, and I think that that's why there's a wider audience. There's also, like, from stories from a long time back, people like apocalyptic stories. It's been yeah. part of the human condition for a long time, and zombies make a great apocalypse. Big story. Within just about every zombie movie and story, it ends up, you know, the bigger threat is within. It's not the zombies banging on the walls. It ends up being the guy. You start fighting among each other. Who's in charge? And it's there's all these, like, conflicts. There's just so much conflict, and people are always like, we're our worst enemy. And, I mean, I would say the undead out there are, like, much worse. And they're just, to me, they're, they can just be super fun movies because, again, you sort of, you're watching and you go, what would we, like, we'd sit in an apartment and yeah. we go, how do you, like, and I go, I still yeah. go into places. And I did this way before The Walking <laughs> Dead. Go into a place, a home or wherever, and you go, okay, if there's a zombie outbreak, what, what do you do? What's the first thing you got to do? How easy is this to defend? I'll still call my buddy Johnny. And when I moved out here, I was telling him about, you know, hey, we're, this is where we're at. We actually got a good spot. And he said, Michael, you're in Los Angeles. You're screwed. <laughs> the hordes will get he, you. He didn't care. He didn't care that we were on a second level. Yeah. I said, I just knocked the stairs out. He's like, you're in the second largest city in the country. You're screwed, dude. I'm sorry. You have no 
no chance. No, I think there was even a book called The Zombie Survival Guide, which was like uh, a tongue-in-cheek nonfiction book. Max Brooks. Yeah, I, I have it. And then he also it. wrote World War Z, yes. which was the movie. Ugh, but the book was good. I don't want to – I'm not going to – you know what? That's the only mention I want of the okay. movie. I really do. They, they trash it. But no, I have both. I could just walk up. Yeah. I could work, walk in the next room. Bring the zombie survival guide in. I got that as a gift from a friend who was. I we dog sat for them and I left them notes about their house. I said if you want to defend from zombies, and he thought it was great. Well, I think even the CDC gets in it. They have an area on their website about like zombie survival for but, a virus outbreak. Well, and, and what it was, they did it as sort of a joke, but it was sort of the same thing as the preparedness was what yeah, they wanted you to do exactly. in case there was a disaster. Water, So they food. were just using something that was popular and kitschy. Anything like trying to get kids to go out and hike, and they go geocaching. Yeah. You know? It's like, we're going to go find this thing using our technology. So it was a cute way. So zombies, they've just become really embedded, where it's become comedy. You have, you know, starting, I think, the first, to me, the first real kind of comedy one would be Night, Return of the Living Dead. That gave birth to, like, something like Shaun of the Dead. A great movie. Zombieland. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What are some of the standouts pre-Romero? Plague of the Zombies, for yep. me, for Absolutely. sure. 100%. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, White Zombie is one of the all-time classics. Yeah. You should check that out. What I, about you? I would say the same thing. I would say The Plague of the Zombies. And I would also say, even though I found it plotting, but for historical reference, it was the first zombie movie in color rather than black and white, which was uh, Dr. Blood's Coffin. Another oh, mad scientist yeah. thing takes place in England. It was a little plotting, but I kind of enjoyed it. Definitely The Plague of Zombies, White Zombies. And if you want like something just really ridiculous, it's Santo versus the the zombies, where oh. there's a crime wave by zombies. Well, you and know, the police get Santo involved and stop it. <laughs> it's not really a zombie movie. Some were like... Hard for me to sit through and watch. They're dated and or I eat your I skin. Eat your skin. That's seventy one. Dell Tenny. I remember texting you. I was watching it and you said I could. I'm, you're a better man than me. And I watched the whole thing. That's a revenge pick. Yeah. If, if ever you do something that really honks me off, I'll, I'll say, Hey, we're gonna have to watch I Eat Your Skin for yeah. an upcoming episode. And I, and I think Dell Tenny only made B movies. I think he only made them like. He was not a Hollywood location person. I think he shot like know. in Florida. It was oh, not that, good. That was terrible. It, it was terrible. terrible. So no, but so post Romero, we're gonna. That's where we're at. Yes, because it did. It changed everything. For one thing, it became gory. I know it's hard for people to think of Night of the Living Dead as gory, but at that time, that was a huge deal. Oh yeah, that movie was gory. You had people like eating, I think, pig's guts is what yeah. it was. But you know, I had the yeah, it was very nasty. The 70s was kind of dominated by Italians. The Italians got a hold of the zombie genre and said, oh, you think that's gory? Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and they they went, oh. <laughs> and those are some of my favorites. They controlled the Owners, 70s. They did, absolutely. And, and I do wonder if some of it had to do with that whole idea of like that societal crumble and all of that, because Europe had such a long history of like, of just wars yeah. on your soil. I mean, they have such a closer touch with death than we do because it was at their doorstep. We always seem to send people overseas and they come back dead, which is sad, but they have it right there. We did Living Dead at Manchester Morgue, set in England. Um, I think it was- Span Episode 52. Span is it Spanish and Italian production? Something like that, Portuguese, something. Yeah, that, something. European. Yeah, but um, so yeah, we, we did that. I mean, you had never watched- the Blind Dead series. No, and that that was it. I would say that my... And that's a pretty... That's a big one. That's one that's up there. And and that's after this, watching this, I enjoyed those. 
the European zombie movies I kind of missed out because I took a break from zombie movies. I think we mentioned that. And it wasn't back until like 2003 when I read Brian Keane's book, The Rising. The Walking Dead comic series came out and was recommended to me. And then in 2004, Zack Snyder's remake of Dawn of the Dead. That's when I started watching zombie movies again. There was kind of a break after the 80s. And I'd never gone back and watched all the Europeans. And The Blind Dead... Well, I'm not going to be able to pronounce his name. Uh, Armando de Osorio's series. You can find them on between Tubi, our Internet Archive, YouTube, online. That I really enjoy it. And that was kind of a different take. Where, But I read something recently where he didn't feel that they were true zombies. He felt since they were self-directed, they were revenants. revenants. But it was basically like an evil, and although he never called them Knights Templar, they clearly were the Knights Templar that come back. And I, I really enjoyed it. They were very slow-moving. They couldn't see you, even though they were kind of mummified. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed that series. No, you know, they call them the Templars yeah. in the movies. The English dub. The dub does Yeah, it. okay. But he yeah. was like, I'm these aren't zombies. I had watched those. I revisited them. Yeah. They are cool. And, and one thing I've noticed, Jason, is when I'm looking at lists and stuff, they don't they'll say zombie slash undead. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of covering all their bases. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with him where it, the revenant kind of idea is closer to me. Because they don't necessarily have that tradition. They sort of come at certain times and they almost seem to be, they're driven by another power, anger, vengeance. They're almost like, how are you doing? You ready for a shandy? Uh, Yeah, I'm ready for a shandy. And you had mentioned Fulci's zombie series. I watched that, but also I watched his, um, I think they referred to the Gates of Hell trilogy. And the first two, The City of the Living Dead and The Beyond, both have zombies in it. Once again, it'd be hard pressed for the, I would say, are they really. Both those movies were fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed them. They're great. They're great movies and worth like searching out. I think they're on Tubi right now. Some of it kind of reminds me of when when people argue like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? True. And and they and you know, I guess like people that were in it and they it's not a Christmas movie. And I go, it's set in Christmas, why not? It's sort of what you want it to be, because I'm yeah. with you, like the Gates of Hell, the was it the Gates of Hell? City of the Living Dead. City it's of the it's Living called Dead. the Gates yeah. of Hell trilogy. It's yes. the Gates of It's the City of the Living Dead, um, the Beyond, and I forgot the third movie. They both kind of have a Lovecraft vibe to me, more yes. than a zombie vibe. But there's zombie, there's Living Dead in it, you know. And yeah. there's a scene. But, but and, there's so much more. It's like yeah. they pop up yeah. usually at the end. Cheers. Um, cheers. The well, Shandies. Shand- you said you're a fan of the Shandy. I am. Lemon Shandy. Oh. Slightly sweet and clearly refreshing. That's what I'm talking about right there. Steamboat Shandy. Oh, that's a great shandy. That's delicious. Right? That's a perfect shandy. Yeah. Again, yeah. It's, it's still Stay humid. Doing. We've had some rain. Fantastic job. I love these guys. It's one of those places that, you know, one of these days I'm going to take yeah. you there. It's just fun. Great place to grab a little lunch. Get some cheese curds, of course. You're up in Wisconsin. Absolutely. Just sit and while away the day and just chat about movies. Yeah. And drink beer. Yeah. I also think one of the nice things is having this, this variety pack because the zombie genre can be a whole bunch of different. It's, you can get into the Night of the Living Dead where it's just like, you know, kind of tense, suspenseful. You can go Shaun of the Dead where it's like, it's, it's great fun. I mean, I love Shaun of the Dead. Or you can go 28 Days Later. Debatable. It's debatable. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but 28 Days Later finds itself on Zion. If you want to watch that, you just want to go that intense Danny Boyle running, you know, do the fast zombies. So it's a, there's a, whatever you want. You don't have to get gory. Do you think there's any steamboat zombie movies that take place on a steamboat? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I bet there's got to be one. Then eh, you know we should probably you know that might Pitch be something a steamboat to work on. One. Well, did they do, for a while they were doing those um, since all the classics from the public domain people wrote like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, I think they wrote like a Tom Sawyer one. 
Yeah. You know, we could pitch a Tom Sawyer zombies facing a zombie outbreak along the Mississippi. Maybe throw Mark Twain in They there. end up being action movies, though. And, I, you know, to go make an action movie. I want to make a zombie movie. I, I kind of like the idea of the zombie movie, that siege mentality. Yeah, yes. Where, you know, I don't need it to be Rambo with the zombies. Yeah. I like the idea of taking just the average people and going, here you go, almost like kind of an obstacle course. It's like, what is it? The run for your life. It's yes. like this 5K run that you can do now where they have people as zombies and yeah. you're supposed to go through this like 5K like <laughs> run obstacle course. I, I, I tried to get into it. I was actually going to try to volunteer to be a zombie. It sounds like a hell of a yeah. lot of fun. Before we leave the Europeans as I'm drinking my uh, steamboat shandy, I have two questions for you. One, it's up on your list of favorite movies. It was episode 41, Bava's Demons. I see that on zombie lists. What's your take on it? Zombie or Absolutely possessed not. demon? <laughs> They're possessed. They're, I mean, when we were kind of going back and forth, how, how do we approach this? You know, what, what are we going to do? And, and I don't want to try to define because I think it's all subjective. Yeah. And, I, and I think the idea of trying to define yeah. it for other people. But I don't because, and, and I said to you, I said, if you go look at IMDb, Granted, those are user user sourced, user created. The first one on 1970 to 79 zombie undead movies. The first one is the crazies. That's people being infected by something that makes them insane. So demons is I've seen it there too. I wouldn't consider that a zombie. Another one we did the Black Pit of Doctor M episode 39. We are going back and forth on that one because I said, hey, why could that be? There's a dead body coming out of its grave. Yes, I think that is more of a. A supernatural ghost, yeah, kind of you vengeance, know. revenge yes. movie. Uh, Carnival of Souls. I have no idea how anybody could think Carnival of Souls is a zombie movie. Ghosts yeah. are haunting a woman who may or may not be dead already. But people do put those on, yeah. and it's like, and I've gotten into debates with people. It's a fun debate, but you know, these are just these are just yeah. movies. Like there's there's no <laughs> well because because I think when we were talking about it, you even said you said you had for your own personal self. I think you said, well, it has to be. A, re- yeah. a resurrected dead person, yeah. right? It, and I said, well, then that pretty much the original zombies were people who were drugged and then buried alive and then brought put, dug up. And I said, so the you know the Caribbean zombies, yeah. they were never dead to begin with. No. So I said, you're sort of saying the the originators are wrong. Yeah. So, so yeah, so <laughs> because the whole idea of any of the zombies we like now were not what the serpent in the rainbow. Yeah. Based I know off you of Wade, say, Wade Davis's book. Yes, and, yeah. you, and you read the book. I've I read never the book. read the book. I like the movie. Yeah. I think it's a cool Bill movie. Bill Pullman does a good job. He does. Yeah. And, and there, it's something creepy because there's that idea of being buried alive. You know? And then they would bring the person back yeah. and sort of be like, you're my slave now. You have to go work for me. That's terrifying. Yeah. One last question on European zombie movies. You watched Jean Roland. Jean Roland. <laughs> I know he's he's a French director. He's more the famous for his, death. his erotic vampire series, but he made <laughs> Grapes of Death. Um, did you get around to that? I did not. I didn't. It's on YouTube. I was going to watch it and everything like that. But I, I think it, you should. Okay. I, I would like. And that's what I was going to ask you. Like, is this something that is a movie that you put on? Like, people should check check out. I would. I want you to watch it. Because I think you might come away and say, I don't even know if that's a zombie movie. And I don't want to say too much because it's it's actually, I enjoyed it. It was cool. Especially because when you get to the ending, it is one of like the most downbeat endings. And it kind of comes out of nowhere. And you just go, oh. So I like to get to there, but it's it's kind of weird. Sorry, it's beautiful. It's beautifully shot. I mean, they're out in the countryside yeah. in, in France. It's like it's it's really pretty. It's one of those things where sometimes you're like, if you shoot bad out here, yeah. you're stupid. 
You know what I mean? Like, how did you do that? How, how did you make driving up the Pacific Coast Highway and you did some shots and you made it look stupid? I would like you to watch that okay. because I'd be curious your take on it. Uh, Nightmare City. Uh, you didn't watch that. I had not seen that. Uh, I, uh, I can't remember the director's name, but I think he also said, he's like, it's not a zombie movie, but more about radiation because people are getting like irradiated and then become insane and they're super well thinking and stuff. Um, I did watch Zeter. Zader? Zader? Z-E-D-E-R. Lupi Avante, Italian. I don't know what it's like in Italy, but he would have had a rough go if he had that name. <laughs> and I'd probably pronounce it wrong, <laughs> but that's how it... That's I don't know. I don't know if Poopy... I mean, it's P-U-P-I. I, yeah. don't know how to, I don't know a lot of ways to pronounce that, but <laughs> he, he would have had a rough go of it in the American public school system. Yes. <laughs> I, I would have been changed his name to Peter. <laughs> But no, I watched that too. That would be one I would be I would say that should be remade. Yes. Because there's absolutely. there's a there's a Kolchak vibe, yeah. there's a like an X Files. This yeah. it's like a suspense movie with a little zombie action, yeah. but it's And it's at the end and it has a weird ending where like what, what, what's the ending? One almost like a, a, a pet cemetery thing. Yeah, absolutely. These zones where it's like you K-zone. K zone. <laughs> you go bury someone in this specific dirt and they'll come back. But it seems they come back evil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But it does. It kind of keeps, and it keeps you going because there are people, like the dude with the scooter. Yeah. I kept thinking, <laughs> this dude's going to be bad. He turns out to be a good guy, though. He, he does. <laughs> but were there moments where you went, oh, oh. When he drives off with her, I'm thinking, she's not ever coming I, back. I kept thinking that he was sort of the lure. Like, yeah. He was one of those, like, keepers that was going to help. That was a pleasant surprise. You know, it's not and, the best act, but it kept me like through the whole movie. And the end, I'm like, what? What happened? And, <laughs> and I'll say, not terribly gory. Yeah, like the the Blind Dead quadrilogy. Yeah, because it's it's Tombs of the Blind Dead, Return of the Blind Dead, Ghost, Ghost Galleon, Galleon, and Night of the Seagulls. Night of the Seagulls. Yeah. There might be a little nudity. Oh, there's always a little nudity. The every, Italians. Every, well, every one of those starts yeah. with like the yeah. Knights Templar. Oh, there's always going to be some nudity in those there's movies. Nudity, it's European. <laughs> but they're not terribly, they're not no. gory at all. No. The Knights Templar <laughs> sacrifice a woman at the beginning of each of the films. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about, you know, our own personal views since you kind of mentioned mine regarding like what you consider like, eh, I usually when I see people talk, I don't consider it zombie movies and we could talk for a couple minutes and what I don't consider zombie movies, you it's, know. I, the reanimated dead for me is like, that's a zombie movie. I yeah. mean, we talked about it the 28 days later, yeah. which I'm a huge fan of, yeah. you know, but people always tell me, I said, they're infected with something that makes them insane. At no point do we know they're dead. And that's even at one point, the character has one chained up and he's yeah. like, I want to see how long it takes for one of these to starve to death. Yeah. Because he's trying to find out. I want them to die. So I don't think of that as a zombie movie. But the big thing that people talk about, the fast versus slow. Yeah. This is my take. Like you mentioned Zack Snyder yeah. remaking Dawn of the Dead. And they're all fast moving. Yeah. You know, which I don't really care for because you're a man-made corpse. Yeah. You're not going to have the juice. You don't have the drill in anything. I kind of feel that, that the fast zombie thing was a product of people like us who grew up watching zombie movies and started going, I just jog away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so when they got older, they got into the movies and they said, I love that movie. You know, it'd be even scarier is if they moved fast. So yeah. I'm going to make them zombies now move fast. And they're not realizing that there are people like me who go, yeah, that's all right, but it's not a real zombie. If zombies did come back, they're slow. So, I mean, you go. So 
My that's big, that, the fast versus slow is yeah. a huge debate and within the zombie community. Absolutely. So my, my take is the same thing. It's It has to be a reanimated corpse. I'm very much a Romero. Like, like those are the zombie movies. And I think what's happened now, because I agree, like 28 days, even World War Z, um, it's about a virus where the people are still alive. But I think what happens is now when people think zombie movies, and I, no doubt from uh, The Walking Dead, it's post it's, it's the decline of a civilization and you have hordes attacking. And so anytime you have a decline of civilization and a horde attacking, you're going to say, oh, that's a zombie movie. Even though some of these, like for World War Z and 28 Days and its sequel, the people are actually still alive. They're infected with a virus. But... Like, I love Trancers. We did that as episode 46. True. I would say Trancers are kind of zombies, but the people are alive, you know, and they're they're tranced. <laughs> Phantasm gets put on lists, and I know the tall man, like, he, he takes, takes the dead to... and he shrinks them down to dwarves. But so right they there, can... it's not, it's yeah. not, you know, they're a different thing, you know? They're but mutants. Messiah of Evil and Carnival Souls show up on these lists. I don't necessarily Messiah believe. of Evil, I mean, I, that was, what? which episode was that? That was, uh, that was episode 42. That was last Shocktober. Yeah. And um, well, what's Carnival Souls episode 42? One of them was episode 42. <laughs> <laughs> Go scroll through. Yeah. Lots of episodes to choose yeah. from. See, I think the Messiah of Evil is closer. I would put that because those people do seem no longer alive. They seem ghoulish, and they're, they, yeah, they're, their so ghoul, bodies are full of bugs. Undead. Yeah. For sure. They have a craving for meat. Night of the Comment. Love the movie. I don't consider it a zombie movie. Absolutely know. not. The slasher genre kind of took over, and so the zombies sort of died out. Had a little bit of a resurgence with Dan O'Bannon and Return of the Living Dead. Really a, a testament to, to just how awesome Dan yeah. O'Bannon is. I, he was able to make a hit movie that was not a slasher, yeah. you know, because that, that movie is still awesome. <laughs> the punks might date it a little bit. and a little. Exact- uh, the music, I, I like, like the cramps are in oh, that. Yeah, the music's what, great. The oh, soundtrack's great for That's it. one of the best soundtracks of all time. And it's like scary yeah. as hell. <laughs> you've, you've got, is it Linnea Quigley? Doing her naked. Oh game. yeah, that's oh. Uh, as a as a teenage boy. That was Dude. a scene I remember. <laughs> oh, like 11, 12 year old Michael <laughs> wore that VHS out because he loved that. But like you it mentioned, kind of die off. Though. Yeah, I mean, like late eighties into the nineties, there there were zombie movies, but they there weren't a lot of them. Yeah. In fact, in the nineties, you know, I was trying to break up some of my research and watching some things in the nineties. Like in the nineties, there's only two zombie movies that I put on my list that I thought were like worth watching. One was Dead Alive because it's Peter Jackson and it is absolutely bonkers. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Where, did you, did it you, was like a Sumatran type of monkey that rat infects, monkey. Rat monkey that infects his mom. I mean, it's out of control. And then the Italian Cemetery Man. Yeah, which, which is a cool movie. Which I, at the, I get to the end and I'm like, is this St. Elsewhere? Like, I have no idea what's going on at the end. That, like, it was that movie, really like, what is going that on? Movie, that movie messes with you. That, <laughs> I remember watching that with some friends back then, and they were not, like, I was, like, known as the movie guy mm-hmm. in our group. They said, what the hell are you having us watch? And I said, dude, this is kind of cool. They're, they wanted nothing to do with it. One in the, the late 80s was The Dead Pit. Did you get around to watching Did not that? get it, but I see that all... The, I remember the VHS copy tape with, like, it's a ghoul standing above, like, a pit or something like that. Oh, it's the doctor. <laughs> a doctor gets sealed up in the basement of this hospital where he's doing terrible experiments, and then he gets released, and he comes back with a bunch of zombies, and uh, I watched it. That might be, like, a palate cleanser just for goofy fun, because it was, but then you're getting into... 
you know, sort of a very lull for the zombie movies. And then it kind of came back, I would say, in the 2000s. I mean, we just have to accept yeah. 28 Days Later yeah. is considered. Yeah, people one, consider it. Shaun of the Dead, The Walking Excellent Dead. Excellent movie. You know, yeah. Shaun of the Dead's great. Yeah. You know, part of that, you know, end of the world trilogy yeah. they did. We haven't really spent time. We did mention Romero, but I mean, I will say this. I love George Romero. He did a lot for, you know, independent filmmakers. He did kind of wear the Dead series out for me. Like, I still kind of think of it as that trilogy because Land of the Dead. Yeah. And then there was a whole bunch of ones I went to the movie theater and saw that. <laughs> so I did too, brother. Cheers. I, I did too. <laughs> the Dawn of the Dead, he does all that skewering of like, you know, that if he's going yeah. after capitalism yeah. or just, just our indulgence. Yeah. They lock themselves That's up. A shopping and, mall. And it's still cool as hell. The, the soundtrack by yeah. Goblin, yep. who was, you know, uh, Dario Gento, Suspiria. It's great. Tom Savini is just having the time of his life, you know, because he's doing the, the makeup and he's yeah. just always like, what do I do? One of the things I think that sets his apart is that idea that he is doing kind of a social commentary. You know, the dead do kind of wander back, even though they're dead and unthinking. Yeah. They're going to wander back because the yeah. mall was still at that yeah. time in the late 70s and 80s. Yeah. The mall was the place to be. Yeah. Malls are dead now. We're consumers like what zombies mm. do. We're unthinking. No ma- yep. And no matter how dead we are, you know, it's like we're not going to even go back home. Gonna go shopping, <laughs> we're going to go consume because yeah. that's what they want us to do. <laughs> Before we leave the 80s behind, I think there's a couple movies that I'd like to mention. One, it's one of my favorite movies. It's Dead and Buried. Because it's a mystery and it has this Lovecraftian vibe. Oh, are we are we gonna move on to our? It's up to you. Uh, I, the thing is, the shandy just it's lemonade and a little bit of beer. It's yeah. just like this. I took mine down. It was, but let's, it's up to you. I don't want to. I, I don't want to be a pusher. I, I feel I, I'm I'm being peer pressure is <laughs> it's forcing me to to go for beer number three. But let's do it. I know you are a fan of this director. Stuart Gordon and Reanimator. It's up there with my think of 80s zombie movies. I like Reanimator is right up there. But Dead and Buried is something I think people should watch. It's a mystery. You, you're not sure what's going on. Also, I recently went up to Mendocino, so <laughs> I got to walk around where they film. We're moving on to Snake Hollow West Coast IPA. Citrus, huh. resin. Thank you guys. You have access to that beer, you should buy that beer. Go and visit oh, the place. Oh, absolutely. Their stuff is fairly readily available in that area. But if you're in the Midwest doing like a beer tour, go there. this has to be. They do have the, I think it's the National Beer Museum. He gave us some passes. We got to go up and go through, which is super cool. Excellent. So before we move, um, leave the 80s, we covered Fred Olin Ray's The Alien Dead episode number 18. This is, it's low budget as hell. Yeah. But it's like a first effort of, of a very young man. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> Seriously. No, and, 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 I think, and was I think it twelve the fourteen thousand dollar budget for that. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean he was just he he was asking people like, hey, can you help me out this weekend? That's what it was. It was yeah. like people working nine to five yeah. and then helping dude out on a Saturday yeah. and they're probably, you know, after that grill out, have a few yeah. beers, you know, in their makeup. It's a funny little movie, man. But if you go into it with that idea of this is someone's first yeah. effort, yeah. I mean you made a great point. In the episode. But yeah, this is the beginning of somebody yeah. who's trying to do something. With nothing. He's got nothing. He, got, he has Buster Crab for one day. Yeah. <laughs> and that was probably a feather in his cap. <laughs> of what we consider zombie movies, because we talked about it, there are yeah. some other ones, like people throw Phantasm yeah. on there. I don't think we marked that as a zombie I, movie. I do not consider What do we have, like five? 
Well, so we have The Alien Dead, episode 18. The Living Dead of Manchester Morgue, which is under various titles, number 52. Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, which is, you should watch that. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. Number seven. Then we have a bunch of movies that show up on zombie lists that I personally don't consider zombie movies. I mean, we have like Carnival Souls, Messiah of Evil, The Black Pit of Dr. M, Phantasm, Trancers, Demons. Well, Night of the Creeps. I do consider it a zombie movie because the aliens do come and resurrect the dead. <laughs> but they are but, aliens. But they they go in and create... The, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean... <laughs> Number 32. Mostly, it seems like they go into living people and take over yeah. them. But then, you're right, they do go into the bus full of... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that That's just a great movie. Well, just like... But, I mean, okay, Jason, that kind of gets into one of the things that I think, as we leave the 80s, yeah. kind of get back... Where the zombies come from. With Romero, it was like a, a comet passing by. Yes. Since some strange radiation that then you have the spiritual or that's the Knights Templar, yeah. you know, those coming back. You have Living Dead at Manchester Morgue was created by some like environmental uh, issues. Exactly. So it was the environment. It's like, is it, you know, supernatural? Huh. Is it cosmic? Or is it Return of the Living Dead, which is I just love yeah. it, is the the idea that you take the premise that Night of the Living Dead was based on a real story. Yeah. And because the government had some agent that, yeah. like, chemical that made all these things jump around, they had it down there, so it was this <laughs> stupid sci-fi. It's like basically government incompetence. Yes. <laughs> I know James Karen. James Karen in that movie, honestly, he, I don't know about Oscar, but the dude should have got some award. He was so fantastic. <laughs> Return Living to Don Kalf is in that, right? Clue Gulliger. Yeah. Aliens. One of the greatest screams of all time. Yeah. Apparently, when he, do, when he puts himself into yeah. the... The incinerator and screams. Apparently, his original scream, they had to tone it down. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess his scream. They were like, dude, that's a little too intense. They had to, they had to tame that thing down. So, before Romero, it was quite clear that the majority of zombies came from a voodoo practice. Yes, you had the man scientist a couple times, and you had the electricity. A- yeah, the <laughs> alien invaders with like Plan Nine invisible invaders, but since or the brain then, eaters yeah. taking over your brain. <laughs> Episode 62. But, but, but since then, I think a lot of it deals with, like, modern is it's a virus. Yes. So. Yeah. And that, you know, that's, and that goes back to uh, kind of uh, what Max Brooks did because it's solanum, you yeah. know, some chemical that gets yeah. into you. But, you know, and that was the rage virus. And, and let me just ask you this real quick. If you were making a zombie movie, how would you have the zombies come back? Well, I think the two ways I would approach it is something that, as at least has some tether to reality. So it'd either be a virus or it'd be something that's a debris, like a meteorite from space. You know, something that comes with where we're not exposed to, you know, we we have no way to defend ourselves from it. Those would be the two ways. What about yourself? I'm kind of with you. I would try to take, quote unquote, the realistic approach where it wouldn't be people buried for 20 years. It would be something that could sustain life. So it would be an alien bacteria or something that gets in there and brings them back. Would you have fast zombies? You know, if it's a virus, you're not necessarily dead, you know, which breaks my rule. It's not really a zombie movie. But if it's a horde, siege metalli, apocalyptic, I'd probably have them run fast. Because honestly, every time I watch a slow moving zombie, I'm like, eh, like, I just take two steps backwards. <laughs> I think a lot of times those slow movies, they find ways for people to like mistakenly walk into a zombie or like, 
slowly back up into their hands. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more thinking. If they're running really fast. Yeah, see, you know? well, because my, mine wouldn't, my, my virus or my bacteria or whatever it was, it wouldn't affect living people. It'd be yeah. only come in yeah. when they're dead. It would be a dead, resurrected, yeah. and therefore technically couldn't because there are certain things your body just, the, the, your flesh needs oxygen to be able to run. You're only going to run so far. And your legs are going to just, and things are going to deteriorate. So I get it. It's, it looks, you watch yeah. it and you go, I'm just going to slowly jog that way. Yeah. You know, but then you start thinking people are being swarmed, swarmed, yeah. swarmed in a huge city. Suddenly there's tens of thousands of people. Yeah. Things get a little different. Would your zombies be able to think or would they be completely just mindless oh, consumers? God, no. no, 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 absolutely not. The, the blind dead, they can think. The blind dead, yes. Yeah. And even uh, living dead at Manchester yeah. Morgue, they were thinking, breaking, yeah. and pick, yeah. bring, and they somehow had superhuman strength. Yes. I have a couple more questions. So for modern zombie movies, so from 2000 onwards, any things that were, stood out to you that were favorites or unusuals that you enjoyed watching or that you would recommend? I mean, well, of course, we mentioned Shaun of the Dead. Yes, classic. I'm a fan of the Resident Evil movies. Yep. Never played the video game. Either have I. I watched the first movie. I really liked it. That's There's, by one of the Paul Andersons, right? Paul W. Anderson? I think so. <laughs> I think so. And Mila Jovich? Mia, Mia Jovovich? Mia, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. She's badass. I did find the, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. It was all right. I enjoyed, you know, Sir Polly and, with a Ty Burrell. Yeah. This is the bad guy. Yeah. That you're just like, I can't wait till he gets it. You know, Ving Rhames is just yeah. always great. The guy Weber's in it. I think he made a yeah. movie called Wendigo before. And I'm just, like and I'm like, but, uh, you know, it's like not one I go back to. Yeah. I own Romero's Dawn of the yeah. Dead. I was into the uh, Walking Dead comics for a while and, and the show. Uh, did you ever see Pontypool 2008 at, uh, by no. Bruce McDonald? Did you see it? I, I did. I like it. It's a very different take. It has, um, there's a character actor named Steve McHattie. I really like him. This is a gem. It's zombies through its language. The transmission of the virus is through language. It's really odd. If you can find it, it's worth watching. It's a siege movie. They're in a radio station. It's worth watching. There was one called Dead Girl, which I found very difficult to watch. It was decently set up, but it, I, I was kind of repulsed by the subject matter. But something very different if you're a zombie fan. And, of course, there's Robert Rodriguez's like Planet Terror, which I went to the movie theater. <laughs> to see <laughs> yeah I, I try to give the new the newer ones newer ones a chance but they're it, they're they come at it from there's a, so many there there are so they're, many <laughs> there are a lot i kind of find myself going back yeah. to the old ones yep. you know what i you know what i mean anybody who comes at me and says i'm taking Zack snyder's yeah. dawn of the dead over ramiro's there's just a huge disconnect with me and that person yeah. i'm just immediately gonna go well, I don't know where we're going to go from here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, it's sort of like somebody who says uh, American IPAs are better than British IPAs. Yeah. And I go, you can't really say that. They invented it. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of IPAs, the Snake Hollow. Right? Excellent. Cheers on that, bud. Yeah. This, that's a good beer. Thank you. We're only doing a movie with snakes. <laughs> I think there's like... Well, I th and I'll tell you, the thing is, Potosi is this small, small little town. It's sort of set in a valley, and, and so they, whenever there's big rains, like you, if you go into that town, sometimes the, the street that goes through the town will just be a river. Like it's just water collects and goes right down there. So they're kind of used to flooding, and it would be a cool setting for a zombie right. movie. Like if you're stuck in this tiny little yeah. town, a lot of little forested steep hills all around. It's a pretty area, and it would be a good setting 
for a siege where you're like, you know, the Stephen King short yeah. story where your car breaks yeah. down <laughs> and you're like, oh, what's going on? Let's go to that brewery <laughs> over there. And then all of a sudden there's just zombies are like, holy <laughs> crap, what's going on? There was a couple other movies, modern movies that I, I like, but I consider them comedies. One is Bearing the X with Anton Yelchin. I don't know if yeah. you saw that one. It was funny. It's more of a romance with zombies as kind of a subpart to it. <laughs> Cooties with um, the guy from Office, Dwight, and yeah. one of the Hobbits. Like also kind of funny that I enjoyed in A Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which saw that. I, I thought yeah. was kind of uh, uh, funny. It wore out its welcome for me pretty quick. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I mean seriously, yeah. it, it was kind of like, this is more of a sketch than an entire movie. Yeah, these are it, comedies it sort of with went, using zombies. And, and that's, that's what I find is that when I do watch a newer one, you had a sketch idea that you yeah. tried to make a movie. This is, you know, you don't have that much of a story. Yeah. More often than not, I tend towards like the serious approach yeah. to it of trying to survive. With the zombie genre, it's like it, to me, it has the bubble is kind of burst, yeah. and it may, as somebody who grew up and has always loved zombie movies, that that might be why I keep going back and not checking Dude, out everything forward. that's new. That's out, is I feel the bubble is burst, and it's sort of nobody, nobody's bringing anything that interesting to the table. One of the last times, and this is a long time ago, one of the last things that that I really thought was, oh, this is great, was Shaun of the Dead. Watch Pontypool. It's something very different. I'll check that out. I I will definitely check that out. Well, that leads into like, so we both watched a lot of zombie movies. Name me a couple of the things that you thought were turkeys that you couldn't get through. (laughs) I got through everything. (laughs) I did. I don't think there was one thing I I shut off. There there was about four that I could not finish. Oh, I mean, and the thing is, we, we had started prepping with this one a while back, and then we had to put it back. I mean, I eat your skin. Punch me in the face. Yeah. That was horrible. That one stands out. The Dead Pit is it's late 80s and there's something it's just like the late 80s sort of vibe. I just growing up in that era, living through that era, I go, you don't need to revisit it stylistically. Just bad style in the 80s, sort of cheesy, but that wasn't terrible. I mean, Nightmare City was a little little, little <laughs> You know, but it wasn't so bad. You have more. You have, have little, like you're sitting here. You just want to read a I'm list. Like, no, well, like first of all, you just like, want to read a list of things. Kung Fu Zombies in the first. You five told minutes. me. You kept telling me. You're like, I couldn't watch this I, movie. Watch I, it. I couldn't watch me. Check it out. Make sure that I'm wrong because I was watching it with a couple other friends. Well, that's why and, I want you to and, watch it. They were like, we need to turn this off. Like this, this is ridiculous. Surf two with Eddie Deason and Eric Stoltz. Awesome soundtrack. The joke is there's never any Surf 1 movie. This was made a complete joke. Boingo Boingo plays on the soundtrack. The damn, like, I mean, like, it is a great soundtrack, but it's the most ridiculous movie. Beverly Hills Body Stature with Vic Tabak and uh, Frank Gorshin. Like, also, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, that's right. Because you I wa- couldn't get through this movie. <laughs> well, you watched some movies that I had seen. Like, you watched Dead Heat. Yes, Dead Heat. And obviously, like, I actually made it through Dead Heat. <laughs> And I kind of liked it as a buddy cop film. It had Joe Piscopo in it. <laughs> Treat Williams, Carl Kolchak. Treat Williams <laughs> was going to be sort of the next sort of De Niro. Yeah, exactly. Like he was, and he was doing some great stuff. And then the next thing, he's taking dead heat. Oh, <laughs> Zombie Nightmare with a very young Tia Carrera and Adam West. I, I didn't even understand this movie. <laughs> so those were some of the turkeys. I Your Skin was the one that it was, it was just so. Uh, it was close to unwatchable. It was just noxious. Yeah. It was just, it was painful, but I just went. It was one of those where you're, you're ever watching a movie and you just keep hitting the button to check the time. Yeah. You go, all right, that's how much my life I have left. 
43 minutes of my life is going to be wasted. I'm just going to suck it up. That one in particular. Because, I mean, a lot of them are just, they're, they're low budget. There's nothing new. They're- well, and, and they're just, they're you know, the Blind Dead quadrilogy. Like, poorly acted. You know, the effects are pretty bad. But You weren't scared by that old mummified hand slowly reaching into the window? No. <laughs> In almost all the movies, they tried to steal one of their horses. Why are you My question to- always is, are those horses dead? Like, how do they keep those yeah, things Yeah, because alive? in the second one, I think she, first or second one, she pulls the, the little mask off oh, that's and right. exposes it's, it yeah. to the station agent who doesn't get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. He sticks around. Just there's an atmosphere yeah. to those that yeah. I do enjoy them. It's easy for me to go, hey, they don't have the budget. They don't have the CGI. So it's like I'm always able to not snort yeah. at when people, you know, are, and people do that. They go, oh, yeah, it's so cheesy. And I go, well, you go do it. You know, and, so, and, and it's not one of those, like, you, what have you done? It's more of they're working with what they have. And so I, I totally appreciate people who are out there doing it. So Recommendation. Or something unusual that you found that you think people... I do think we will both agree, Dead and Buried. Dead and Buried is kind of a lost gem. I will tell you, Dan O'Bannon's name is attached to that. And Dan O'Bannon flat out said, they asked him to come aboard, gave them some ideas for the script. He said, they didn't use one of my ideas. And they just... Put it out there as, hey, from the guy who wrote Alien, which is a good thing to put on your horror movie, yeah. <laughs> you know? But I still think it's a cool movie. That That's a gem that I say, go watch. Plague of the Zombies is another one. You definitely have to check. It, and I'm not just saying this because we did it. If you haven't seen Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, you, need to, go, you need to go watch that yeah. movie. And then check out our episode. Yeah. But that, mo- that movie is very cool. It is. That movie is cool. It takes its time. And then it just sort of flips the switch yeah. and goes all over the place. Yeah. It's lots of fun. What about you? I'm going to agree with you on Dead and Buried, so I'm not going to go any more details on that. A- absolutely. The Blind Dead, the same thing. You should check it out. I thought that um, Zeter, Zeter, something unusual, something different. Pontypool as a modern one, something very different. Um, what else? Uh, I want you to watch The Grapes of Death. Yes. And I would like other people to check it out. You may come away and say it's not a zombie movie. Totally fine with me. We can talk about that. Cemetery Man. Cemetery Man. I don't even understand what's going on here. Rupert Everett, I think. Oh, tra- yeah, Rupert Everett. Absolutely. English actor, right? Yeah. Uh, Train to Busan. Uh, you should. Oh, you that's should, a new one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Definitely that, a modern that was one. Fun. One that almost made me cry at the end. Yeah. Be- I mean, because it was just a heartbreaking ending, but it was just this, it was like this balls out insane movie. Yeah. And then all of a sudden at the end, you're just, you're almost crying yeah. because yeah. of the sacrifice. You know, yeah. you go, oh. The Gates of Hell trilogy, the first two that have zombies in it, something very different. Also very bleak. I found and both of them to be very bleak. Super, it's something super simple yeah. is um, Google. Italian zombie movies. Yes. That will take you down a rabbit hole if you want to get into some some pretty gory stuff. (laughs) (laughs) There is so much out there, particularly since like 2000 onward. Like some of it might not be your taste and some of it you might go super cool. And we'll probably keep covering them. Yeah. You know, I've got ideas. Yeah. Like this gave me some a few ideas. I'm going to throw these on. So I think that kind of wraps up our zombie special episode. We do have to, again, thank Potosi. Wow. This was great. These yeah. three beers hit the spot for what we're doing, where we're at, trying to get through a heat wave. We got a lager. We had a shandy. We had an IPA. This light, easy drinking. I mean, if we were just, if we were just like cruising down a nice river, 
on inner tubes, just the cooler floating next yeah. to us. Taking pot shots at zombies on the shore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just talking about zombie movies. Going, 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 okay, what do we do? If all of a sudden we have zombies on the shore, what's the plan? What would we do? We got to secure the cooler of beer. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they did at the Alien Dead. They just kind of floated down the river. <laughs> Eating burgers. <laughs> But this, this was fun. <laughs> Eating burgers. I think you're right. That kind of wraps things up. So. All right. Please like, subscribe, and comment wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And check out our website. This is Beer and Beer Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael.